Please pray with me. Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> there are scholars who say that on the day that we mark today, there were actually two triumphal entries into Jerusalem, the one that we commemorate and the official one. You see, Jerusalem, though it was the center of the Jewish world, was not the capital of the Roman province of Judea. That was Caesarea Maritima, the seaside resort city. But each year, just as the Jews were gathering from around the world to celebrate their ancient liberation from the tyranny of Pharaoh in Egypt, their new tyrant, Caesar in Rome, would make sure that they knew he was watching. And so on the first day of the week of Passover, the Roman governor would leave his home by the sea and parade with all possible pomp with his military retinue through the great western gate of Jerusalem to the adulations of sycophantic crowds and cries of Ave, Caesar. Jesus quite possibly at the same time, enters Jerusalem by the back door, the eastern gate, accompanied only by his ragtag collection of disciples and mounted humbly on a borrowed donkey. And yet, the crowds that gather to welcome him with cries of Hosanna to the son of David recognize Jesus as the legitimate ruler in Jerusalem. All power in Jerusalem on that day is not in the hands of Pontius Pilate, but in the hands of Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth. Surely, as they reach the Temple Mount, he, whose voice had calmed the storm and that had called the dead to life. Surely with a word he could have awakened the masses to their hidden strength and sent them off to drive the Roman occupiers from the holy city like leaves before the wind. But Jesus does no such thing. He makes no stirring orations. He issues no calls to action. In Mark's gospel we are simply told he had a look around and when he felt it was getting on to dinner time, he left the city and went back to Bethany. He did not come to seize power, even though it was in his hands. Indeed, such power must have seemed like a pitifully small thing to him. Because what is power over a city to him who has all power in heaven and on earth? And what is equality with Pontius Pilate, or equality even with Caesar in Rome, to him who has been counted equal with God? All that power was his, but he counted it not a thing to be exploited, not a thing to be grasped and held on to, but rather he emptied himself. He laid it down all quite willingly. He came not to strike, but
but to give his back to the smiters and his cheek to those who pull out the beard and his face to insults and spitting. Indeed, being found in human form, he came to be obedient unto the point of death, even death upon a cross. Jesus came not to climb the heights of human power on this day, but rather to plumb the depths of human cruelty and evil, to descend into hell itself. Now our readings on this day tell us the whole story of that descent, but I would encourage you not to treat that as enough, to hear that as the whole drama, but rather as an overture to the week ahead. You see, the church in its ancient wisdom tells us, calls us to live this holy week in a very special way, right there alongside our Lord in real time. To be with him on Wednesday when he empties himself to betrayal. And on Thursday when he takes on the form of a slave and washes his disciples' feet and offers them his body and his blood as bread and wine. To be there on Friday when he is indeed obedient unto death, even death on a cross. And finally to be there on Saturday when from the hopeless darkness of the tomb, new light shines. So come. Come on the journey of this holy week and know again all that our Lord has laid down for us and all that he endured for you and for me for the sake of his great love. Come and know the depths to which he went, so that when we gather here again on the first day of a new week, we might just as truly glimpse the exalted heights to which he has been exalted, so that we might also there ascend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.